0: Welcome back everybody. This is Rick Pettigrew with a quick review of our top news stories from this past week of Archaeologica. Send us feedback on the Archaeology Channel Facebook page or post a message on our social networking site Archaeoseek. A human skeleton uncovered at an ancient fortress in Anatolia provides solid evidence of a long-suspected earthquake that brought down a major civilization. Footprints found in South Africa amazingly are evidence that humans were wearing hard-soled footwear as early as 150,000 years ago. Artifacts from the medieval period in the Sinai region of Israel are evidence of magic rituals performed by people from Egypt on their way to Mecca and excavators at Huaca Pukiana, a huge platform mound in Lima, Peru, reported the discovery of a thousand-year-old mummy with a full head of brown hair. Thanks to everyone for supporting our subscription platform, Heritage Broadcasting Service, available at heritagetac.org. We now have hundreds of titles you can binge upon on Roku. Please help us spread the word. Again, that link is heritagetac.org. Our tour program, TAC Tours, will continue in 2024 with our fifth tour of incredible sites in Iran. Please join us. The link to our tour program is at archaeologychannel.org slash tours. And now, here's Laura Kennedy with the audio news from Archaeologica. We hope you find this to be a valuable part of your day.
1: Welcome to the audio news from Archaeologica. I'm Laura Kennedy, and these are the headlines in archaeological and historical news for the week of September 10th through the 16th, 2023. Our first story this week comes from Turkey, where archaeologists have discovered the skeleton of an elite individual who may have been a victim of an earthquake 2,700 years ago. As reported by Live Science, archaeologists found the skeleton in Ayanis, a Urartian center in the Van province of eastern Turkey. The Urartu Kingdom reigned from the 9th to 6th centuries BC, stretching from eastern Turkey to today's Armenia and western Iran. According to Mehmet Isikli, head of the Ayani excavations and archaeology professor at Atatürk University, the person whose skeleton they recovered lived an opulent life in the 8th century BC, until dying within the fortress. Archaeologists found the remains surrounded by weapons and artifacts, including a double-sided inscription and seals used to designate signature, private property, ownership, and authority. According to Isikli, after King Rus built the magnificent city of Ayanus in the mid-7th century, the kingdom quickly started to collapse. Today, Ayanus is the only excavation project with the potential to explain the rapid peak and crash of the kingdom. Clues to the reason for its failure may lie within the walls of the fortress. Excavations of Ayanis began in the 1980s. Scholars have long speculated that an earthquake and subsequent fire caused its downfall. However, according to Isiki, hard evidence to support this hypothesis has been absent until now. This skeleton is critical evidence to back up this idea. Researchers will perform an osteological analysis to determine the individual's age and sex and to see whether any traces of the brain remain. According to Erkan Konya, an associate professor of ancient history at Istanbul University, such preservation is not typically feasible in the temperate climate of the Van province. Brain tissue is more likely to survive in muddy or frozen environments. Nonetheless, the skeleton, including the skull, is exceptionally well preserved, and preliminary information indicates that chemically degraded traces of the brain may remain. Previous excavations within the fortress have uncovered a temple and stone carvings honoring Haldi, the god of Eurasian religion. These finds have been undergoing restoration since 2020. Plans are in the works to create an open-air museum for tourists on the site. Next we go to South Africa, where a new analysis of ancient footprints suggests that humans may have worn hard-soled shoes 150,000 years ago during the Middle Stone Age. As reported by Archeo News, examination of evidence gathered during the project from three paleosurfaces on the Cape Coast supports this hypothesis. The study is published in the journal ICHNOS. While researchers are hesitant to say for sure, the prints' unusual characteristics may provide the oldest evidence yet of people using shoes to protect their feet. The footprints show no toes, which differentiates them from barefoot markings. Instead, they display rounded anterior ends, crisp margins, and possible evidence of strap attachment joints. Researchers found these well-preserved prints on stone slabs at three different sites along the Cape Coast. They have not assigned dates to the footprints, but based on the age of nearby rocks and sediments, those at one location known as Kleinkrents may be between 79,000 and 148,000 years old. To test their hypothesis, researchers made their own footprints wearing sandals resembling two different pairs of shoes currently housed in museums and collected from the indigenous sand people of southern Africa. These experiments revealed that hard-soled footwear on wet sand left prints with crisp edges, no toe prints, and indentations where leather straps met the sole. According to the researchers' estimates, similar prints at a site called Gukama were made between 73,000 and 136,000 years ago. The study's authors report that the dimensions of the tracks are broadly consistent with hominin tracks and appear to correspond to the tracks of juveniles or small adults. A significant foot laceration could have been a death sentence in the Middle Stone Age. Given the geography of the African coast, researchers suspect these shoes were probably used to protect wearers' feet from sharp rocks and sea urchins. Because of the difficulty of interpreting rock markings and the fact that no actual sandal has been found, researchers don't consider the evidence conclusive. Nevertheless, based on these three sites, they find it likely that humans wore hard-soled sandals during the Middle Stone Age. Our third story takes us to the Darb al route in the Eilat Mountains of southern Israel. According to a new study, Artifacts found here in the 1990s may have been used in magic rituals to ward off evil and heal diseases. Dr. Itamar Chal from the Israel Antiquities Authority, or IAA, published the study in the Journal of Material Cultures in the Muslim World. It analyzes a collection of artifacts discovered at this site. The Darbal Hajj route began in Cairo. Traveling through the Sinai Peninsula, the Ailat region, and the town of Aqaba before continuing onto the Arabian Peninsula. Islamic pilgrims used this route from the rise of Islam during the 7th century until the 19th century AD. As reported by Archeo News, the collection of items found in the 1990s by Moti Shemtov, a department member of Ben Gurion University in the Negev, comprises fragments of clay rattles resembling table tennis balls. They contained small stones that produced sound when shaken. Archaeologists also found two artifacts resembling miniature votive incense altars and several figurines, including one of a naked woman with raised hands. An analysis of the ceramic artifacts indicated Egyptian origin. According to the IAA, this marks the first time a substantial number of such ritual objects have come to light and is especially surprising at what was then a temporary site. Researchers say this discovery reveals that people in the early Ottoman period, beginning in the 13th century AD, consulted popular sorcerers in addition to following formal belief in the official religion. There was a demand for magical rituals among people from different walks of society, and pilgrims on their way to Mecca were probably no exception. According to Tashal, many artifacts were broken – suggesting that people who specialized in these popular magical practices may have intentionally damaged them during the rituals. Archaeologists also found several camping sites and structures near the Islet Mountains. These appear to have served during the Mamluk period, around the same time as the Ottoman Empire in the 13th to 14th century AD. According to Omri Barzilai, southern regional archaeologist for the IAA, The Darb al-Hajj road intersects the municipal boundaries of the Islat, positioning the city to become part of a unique regional archaeological and tourist area. We end this week in Lima, Peru, where archaeologists have uncovered a 1,000-year-old mummy buried in a tomb on the Great Pyramid Huaca in the city's affluent Miraflores residential district. As reported by Popular Mechanics, archaeologists found the mummy seated with bent legs, an intact jaw, and a full head of long brown hair. It was surrounded by ceramic vessels, textiles, and other ceramic funerary offerings, including a pot with abstract motifs and a pitcher decorated in a tricolored geometric design. While a preliminary study suggests the individual was an adult, Researchers have yet to perform an osteological analysis to determine its sex and cause of death. Waka Pukiana was built by people of the Lima culture in AD 500 as part of an irrigation administration structure. It comprised seven staggered platforms surrounded by a plaza, small clay structures, and adobe huts. After the Wari civilization took over the present-day Lima region in AD 600, the area became a burial site for nobility. According to popular mechanics, the tomb holds an individual from the Ichma culture. This indigenous community emerged on the Peruvian central coast around AD 1100, well before the Incas built Machu Picchu or Spanish colonizers first arrived. The Ichma people are credited with building at least 16 pyramids at Pachacamac, south of Lima. The culture dominated the central coast of Peru until it was absorbed by the Inca Empire around roughly 1468. With 10 million residents and 400 archaeological ruins, Lima is a hub for merging ancient civilization and modern life. Archaeologist Mireya Ganoza, who discovered the tomb, finds it remarkable that the Huaca Pucana site was preserved, given its location in the middle of the city, surrounded by modern buildings and construction. Experts believe the place could hold a wealth of additional finds. We should note that our tour of Peru just three weeks from now will actually visit Huacapuquiana, the imposing ruins where ongoing excavations encountered the mummy. That wraps up the news for this week. For more stories and daily news updates, visit Archaeologica on the World Wide Web at archaeologica.org, where all the news is history. I'm Laura Kennedy, and I'll see you next week.
0: This has been the Audio News from Archaeologica, presented by the Archaeology Channel. Be sure to check back with us next week for our next edition. You can spread the word about the Audio News by clicking on the Share This link on our Audio News webpage, or just by telling your friends. Thanks very much for stopping by.